This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, how do you apply your vacation lessons to your real life? When you go on vacation, you inevitably learn something, right? And then you think, now I have to go back to real life. But do you ever take those lessons into your real life and try to mm-hmm. apply them? Mm-hmm. I do. 651-641-1071. I did. I'm doing it right now, right in front of you. What? Being, <laughs> being like generally effusive and kind i don't know i see how you turn that around (laughs) this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything (laughs) entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and uh, 651-641-1071 have you ever learned something from a vacation and then come back home and tried to apply it to your real life i i was thinking about this the last few days of vacation right because first of all vacation time when you're when it's a week of vacation, you make the most of it. And that week, when you look back on it, feels like a long time versus a week in your real life flies oh by, right? I feel like my vacation just flies by, but that's usually after the fact. But yeah, when you're in the midst of it, it's just like, you know, it's a very zen space. Yeah, so I'm like, how do I bring that into my real life, right? Like, I'm going to come back to work on Monday. What is the thing that I've learned about myself from my vacation that I can kind of try to extend into my real life. Okay. So here's the thing. What are you doing? It occurred to me. And by the way, if something like this occurs to you, 651-641-1071. So the first like three or four, four or five days of my vacation, I was unreachable. Like our cell phones didn't work on the cruise. We did not get the Wi-Fi plan. Good for you. Um, We, so like I just Never had my cell phone with me. Yeah. It was just, I left it in the room. Unplug. Unplugged entirely. And it was amazing. So that's your first lesson is unplug more unplug. when you're on land. And then what? And then that sort of extended into the second part of our vacation where we were on land, where I was like, I didn't really need my phone. I'd tuck it away in my little flip belt fanny pack thing. Yeah. And I wouldn't take it out because I didn't need it. And we would just kind of go about, and I just felt so Some tells free. tells me your husband didn't do that, but that's a separate story. I am not going to confirm, <laughs> nor deny. But I know your husband. What you just said. Yeah. In any case, I thought, oh my gosh, well, this is a thing that I can just sort of like uh, put into practice yeah, in my real sure. life. Because the relaxation I felt not being tethered to my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what I did today? Purely by accident. And I'm like, any other day I might have been panicking. Today, no panic. I totally forgot my phone. Oh my God, that's perfect. It is at home on my table. How do you feel? Fine. Do I look fine? Yeah. Okay. Hold no, on. That was like a loaded question. 
<laughs> no, you look totally fine. And you did, I, I, knowing you, the old you, the old you, now that you're... <laughs> like two, like my, the two week ago me. Yeah, the two week ago you would have, you know, totally been out of sorts. No, but you probably would have gone home to get your phone. Right. I'm um, just like, I oh, would well, feel like I've had that feel. I have that feeling in my own house when I move from one room to the next and I sit to, uh, literally I, last night. I, this happened where I sat on the couch and I go, oh, God, my phone is in the other room. So I, you know, climbed my fat fanny off the couch and went into the other room looking for my phone. Because you feel like we have conditioned ourselves to think that we need it all like, the time. Why would I possibly um, need my phone from one room to the next. So that's an awesome one. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm here for this. What else? 651-641-1071. Uh, have you learned a vacation lesson that then you've taken home and tried to apply to your real life? Because the thing about it is, I mean, I don't think that you can ever achieve like the extent of relaxation or disconnection that you have on vacation 100% to your real life, nor do I think you should. Well, then it wouldn't be vacation. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to have still that sort of separation, yeah. but... I think that there are things that you learn from vacation that you can apply to your real life. And for me, unplugging was one of them. But another one of them is just sort of like simplifying, right? Because I'm living out of a suitcase for eight days and I did fine. Yeah, like you don't need so much stuff. Yeah, some of the junk that you kind of the overflow of stuff is not necessary. It just isn't. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Claire is on the line. Hello, Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, hi, Colleen. It's Nanny Tear. Hi, Tear. Oh, this is my friend Claire. How are hi, you? Claire. Uh, very good. Hi, Bradley. So, listen. You know, I've been a nanny for too many years to say, but one of the things that we found, and then I incorporated it into my vacations, was the fifteen-minute speed nap. Mmm. And it really works when you bring it home. You know, there's a Saturday or Sunday when you have had enough. And we go into vacation mode. And you got to lay down and take that 15-minute speed nap. I love it. 15-minute speed nap. All right. I love it. it. See you soon, Tara. Thank you. I Um, can't do 15 minutes. Are you you kidding me? First of all, my, my vacation nap. Oof, is like a, a two-hour experience. Nap. Did you nap on the cruise ship? Yes. There is something spectacular about getting into the bed. And mm-hmm. did you have like turn-down service? Yeah. So like, you know, you'd come back to the room for a nap and you'd be able to get under like those clean, mm-hmm. like turn-down sheets. Mm-hmm. Just like, ooh, yeah, get all up in the all. Wow. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just you feel like comfy and it's yeah. all. And the nice thing too is, yes, the thing about the crew uh, being on a cruise ship is there's like a natural, like it rocks you Motion to sleep. Motion to the ocean. Exactly. So it's like you get to be Stop an adult. It's like you get to be an adult baby. It is. Yeah, you get yes. swaddled by your. The, and then it, I, the part I didn't want to share <laughs> with you guys is that I would put my diaper on it. No, I'm just kidding. That never happened. But honestly, there are so many little bits of vacation that you can grab from and then bring them home. But you, like I said before, you don't want to do it all because if you do it all, then vacation is meaningless. Yeah, then it's not vacation. Exactly. But I will say that like little like simplifying thing and unplugging is all I need. I was talking to a friend yesterday too and she was like, you know, all I really need is like 10 minutes by a body of water with a drink in my hand. Yeah. And she was like, if I get that, I'm good. Do you know, like we talked a little bit about this uh, last week while you were gone uh, because I was just having some, you know, like wistful thinking back to vacation because it had been about a week. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that um, 
I like to do, and I know our listeners were talking about too, is like just having, um, you know, just taking a moment and having a drink or whatever, like doing something you would do right. on your vacation. Like it's routine to like go grab a drink on vacation, right? And just chill. Yeah. And so we try to do that around the house. Like, hey, should we have a, should we, have, and we call it having cocktails. I don't drink, but uh-huh. I, you know, I actually put ice in a glass. Uh-huh. I got my little light up glass from Royal Caribbean. Uh-huh. I put some soda pop in there and then we get real fancy yes. and just sit around and act like we're, you know, having fun. See, because the thing about it is like when you're in your space, you forget to do those things because you're like, there's always the things that need to be done. Oh God. And so you hurry about your life. And the truth is you can always find 15 minutes. It's absolutely true. Were you going to say something else? No, I don't think so. Because I wanted to give you that opportunity. (laughs) Thank you for being so thoughtful. I'm just in a Zen space. Would you like a cocktail? Yes. Should we do cocktails during the break? Yeah, let's have cocktails in the break. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, oh my gosh, I did miss some stuff with The View. When I left, there was some explosive stuff happening because of this book about The View. Mm -hmm. But now there's even more coming out about Elizabeth Hasselbeck. And Bradley uh, feels like the media is not doing this story justice. In fact, the media is being pretty unfair to to Elizabeth Hasselbeck and the story about the blow-up she had on the set of The View years ago. We're going to... Lay it all out for you and react to it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Bye. Talk 1071. All right, so first of all, before we move any further, there is some breaking news about yep. Felicity Huffman that we want to get to before we start talking about Elizabeth Hasselbeck. And that breaking news is that uh, Felicity Huffman, I believe, actually has pled guilty uh, to uh, this, the bribery case, to, in, in, she's, I don't even know what the charges were. I'm I'm behind on the story, but she's pleaded guilty. And that's what we know so far. Yeah, it has to do with like mail stuff and all that kind of stuff. We'll make sure we get the full details. I but will tell you they're the currently on, on mytalk1071.com if you want the actual uh, dirt. Perfect. Okay, so she has entered a guilty plea in the college bribery scheme, and that is the breaking news right now. But uh, we do want to on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. We want to get to this Elizabeth Hasselbeck story because uh, Bradley really feels like what the media is doing to the story is unfair to what really happened. Exactly. I really do feel like the media um, didn't. Uh, so, well, it's it's not it's not a surprise, right? They want to over dramatize something that actually happened. Oh, with women. Oh, with women on the what? view. What? You, you say? don't say. There's a whole nother story that came out today about Megan and uh, Megan McCain and Joy Behar, that's like completely over the top, but that's a different story. Let's go back to last week. You missed the story, but Elizabeth Hasselbeck, we haven't had a chance to talk about it on the show either because it uh, came about on Friday. Elizabeth Hasselbeck, there was this like hot mess. She basically blew up, right? And we've been talking about a lot about them lately because there's a couple books. One of them is an unauthorized uh, sort of telling of the view. And then Elizabeth has her own book. Well, there was this moment where she w- uh, was talking with Joy and uh, Barbara was also there about abortion. And that conversation became very heated. Well, um, Barbara Walters reacted in a way that did not sit well with Elizabeth. Let's listen to what actually happened and then we'll move on. Right. So then they go to break. Mm-hmm. That's this is what happens. Right. Then they go to break. And then uh, what you're going to hear now is Elizabeth 
uh, sort of, you know, like her mic is still hot, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to hear what Sometimes she... Sometimes that happens. It does happen. She reacts. Now, you, what you can't hear is her reacting to different people and who she's reacting to because you don't see anything. So she's reacting to Joy Behar. You'll hear Joy Behar. And uh, let's let's have a listen to the, the quote-unquote meltdown, which, I mean... It's a- Okay, so that's that's what happened during the commercial break. Then um, things, you know, because she's saying she's leaving, right? Right. So then producers and hosts are scrambling to put the show back together before the end of the commercial break. So now you're going to hear Elizabeth with um, all sorts of people. Uh, what's his name? Bill. Bill Geddes, Geddes. Yep. The, the producer. Producer and create who co-created with. Yeah, Barbara with Barbara Walters. Walters, and then you're going to hear another producer in the background, um, and then you're going to hear her reunite with uh, everyone else, sort of including Barbara on stage. That's oh. the tail end of this whole thing. Now, the media, and we don't have a ton of time to talk about this. So. That's okay. We can continue on the yeah, other side of for the break, sure. too. So, um, you, what you heard was what I would imagine is actually way more mm, not, uh, how do I put this? I think way more normal than perhaps people realize in this kind of world. Mm-hmm. People have animated thoughts and opinions. You have to get it out. You're mm-hmm. on a time schedule. You're in, you know, like all this stuff is going on. But the media portrays this as like Elizabeth Hasselbeck is a hot mess and totally meltdown. Listen to this shocking meltdown during the commercial high. Mm-hmm. And I actually listened to that and I was like, well, I kind of, it's not that I think she handled herself the best and she completely takes ownership of that in reacting to her frustration, but I kind of understand why she got frustrated Mm -hmm. and you are asking people to be on TV with strong emotions, right? So it should not be a surprise or strong opinions about things that it should not be a surprise that they're going to bring their emotions with them. Well, yes. And it's unscripted and it's timed. Speaking of timing, We've run out of it, so... I'm out of here! I'm leaving you and I quit! You're not giving me enough time to talk! When we calm let's, down, let's talk when about we, we come, come back, back we're going to talk more we'll about it. each other. Just like they did okay. after this on My Talk 107.1. But we played a little bit of that meltdown uh, that happened over the course of a segment on The View, and then throughout a break, we heard uh, what her mic picked up when her mic was still hot in the break. It happens. What are you going to do about it? And then I wouldn't know anything about that. No, nobody would. Uh, and then what happened when she was kind of coaxed by the producers and, uh, and other, and other people working on the view to come back on stage and sit beside, um, uh, Bar- Barbara Walters yeah. again mm-hmm. after they'd had this sort of scuffle on the air. Yeah. Um, and you were saying, Bradley, that uh, that this seemed the, like maybe the media was making it a bigger deal than it really well, is. Well, the media wanted you to believe it was a hot mess. And look, I'm here for a hot mess and a drama fest. And, you know, it's The View. So I'm kind of predisposed to, you know, like cat fight. In fact, there was another such cat fight storyline that came out today, totally unrelated. But so I in it, went into it with that understanding. And as I listened to it, I was like, I suddenly got very not empathetic as much as like, this actually doesn't surprise me at all. And in fact, I imagine things like this have gone on countless times with um, people not uh, limited to like uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, talk about an emotional roller coaster in the mm-hmm. form of Rosie O'Donnell, right? I don't think Elizabeth Hasselbeck was necessarily like the worst, you know, um, I see in I- terms of. And again, I'm putting this in the context of what the media, how the media describes this. I'm just saying, I think the way this story was presented was not fair necessarily to Elizabeth Hasselbeck, but to me, more importantly, 
to what it is to be on a show like this right in that moment and like people being themselves is should not be that shocking nor should it be unacceptable like she she ultimately showed back up they sort of hugged it out Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure they talked about it at length after why she felt like Barbara was shaming her and why she felt so emotional about the issue. And maybe, I don't know, Barbara got to talk about her side of the issue. I'm just saying I was not as like, you know, like, ooh, right. Look at this immature little, you know, uh, hot mess. Just, you know, being so disrespectful. Right. I think, you know, and I think you made a good point earlier um, that might be maybe it's partly the nature of what they're being asked to do on The View. It's not a scripted show. It's not uh, uh, it, they're not news readers. Yeah, they're asked to um, to show up as personalities and share their own thoughts and opinions about whatever the news, the hot topics of the day are, whatever yeah. the news of the day is. If it was just like, you know, a bunch of people being reasonable all day long, I don't think anybody would be watching. Right. And so th- so they, they're asked to show up and be emotional. And then when you are only given, when something happens in that moment, and then you are given only two minutes, three minutes, you know, maximum four minutes to kind of recover from what happened on that stage, those are real people and they're real emotions. Yeah. It may be an animated version of that. And again, to your point too, they're also timed in the, in the delivery of their point. Yeah. So trying to get your point across in a short amount of time, sometimes we all fall victim to this. Even at like a dinner party, when there's a lot going on, yeah. you will start to talk faster and louder and you well, might get and, a little more animated uh, it, and it might cause other people to react. And then she reacted to the reaction. It really was a human response to it. Because Barbara, like, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Like, Barbara, you know, you hear that, like, so Barbara had somebody yelling in her ear that they needed to go to break. And she was trying to go to break. And she, you know, but uh, but if I were Barbara, I would have said, yeah, that's because when you listen to it, you're like, ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would tell a person who's overly emotional to calm down. Yeah, I mean, because that's rule in my house, one. if you tell me to calm down, I'm going to be like, I will not calm down. I am calm already. Yeah. And that gets you nowhere. Yes. Right. So I totally understand that. But I also think there's this delightful. We were talking about this a little bit before, too, in the context of the view. There are some generational differences mm-hmm. on how to carry yourself and how to act mm-hmm. like a professional. What it means to Barbara Walters is far different than what it means to Elizabeth Hasselbeck, clearly, mm-hmm. right? To, I, I'm sure that Barbara Walters, if she behaved in the way that Elizabeth Hasselbeck did, surrounded by a bunch of men on 2020 or whatever, good did she get her start on Good Morning America? Wherever she got her start. Mm-hmm. The Today Show. Today Show, thank you. They would have been like, this one is gone because right. they she's would an have said, emotional you, woman. You quit. Yeah. Now. So, you right. know, like, I think that's what's also fascinating about this, which again, when I was w- listening to it, I was like, huh, this is an interesting actual look inside of what really goes on uh, on this show. And mm-hmm. I don't think it tells me anything that is necessarily bad. It's certainly not telling you the story that the media wants it to yeah. tell you. Oh, for sure. Right. Which is, you know, basically kind of what, 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 where we started this whole conversation yeah. was that the media is trying to make this sound like she is a hysterical woman and she had a meltdown, meaning Elizabeth Hasselbeck doesn't know how to carry herself 
professionally and she had a meltdown on the view when the truth is she's a human being who had a human experience and she has actually kind of reflected on it. Yeah, or she totally did. And, was the, you know, it happens. Here's the other thing is, um, oh, what was I going to say? So the other thing that I, um, oh, this is what I know about, because we don't work, this is not the view that we're doing right now, Mm-mm. but it's kind of like a weird, I'm not trying to say we're the view. What I am trying to say is we work under time. We work with like microphones. We, we have a similar talk kind about of, opinions, yeah. right? Um, the way somebody is presented to you is not necessarily the person that they are, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that. Like, and I'm not saying from like our show or anything in particular, but oftentimes, like when you just hear sort of uh, one particular slice of a person's life, you start to get impressions about who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily reflective of who they really are. Mm-hmm. So that when you get a chance to see behind the scenes, it gives you a fuller picture right. of who they really are. Which I think is a helpful thing because it teaches you that people are people and like people can be, you know, uh, reserved and calm and thoughtful in one moment. And then they can also just be, you know, raging, unemotional uh, train wreck, which is totally normal and perfectly acceptable. Right. Human. I mean, as long as you are accountable and, you know, responsible and thoughtful with your emotions and your actions and things like that. Um, I just I like the way that it gives us a broader picture into who these people really are as people and not just caricatures that the media paints for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. or that they have painted for us yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure. Right. Because yeah. they because they do that, too. We all do yeah. that. We all have a public face that we put on. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, just so that we can give the people what they need. We've got some dumb people. Oh, doing yes. dumb Things we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Guess where I just was, okay? And there were some crazy, stupid idiots there. Actually, were they I had named a, okay. That's cute. I did have a conversation though with a couple people about the fact that there are so many crazy, stupid idiots really? in Florida. Okay. Actual, real life Floridians. Okay. Uh, and I'm just saying they're aware. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to tell you about a 21 year old. This one is not in Florida. This is in Utah. A 21 year old woman in Provo, Utah, named Francesca Delfina Farias. Swenson. That's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. Francesca Delfina Farias Swenson. Okay. And she got busted on Wednesday. For what? For underage drinking. Because she's 20. Okay. So someone called the cops because she flipped out and was kicking the window of her boyfriend's car. She broke the window and uh, the cops found her walking down the street with bloody feet. Because, you know, she'd kicked in a window. That'll happen. According to the police report, she had been drinking mouthwash to get drunk. Have you guys read this story? Have we shared this story? Okay. Um, So, uh, in any case, that's why that was kind of the beginning of the story. So, they were like, oh, she's drunk. She's underage. We got to bring her in. We got to book her. They wrote the police report report she was drinking mouthwash that's how she got drunk that's kind of mm, garden variety right 
underage drinking. Yeah, of course. Whatever. It happens all the time. It shouldn't, but it does. But she ended up being charged with more than just underage drinking because of what happened next. Uh-oh. After she was cuffed, she had a simple request of the cops. She asked if they would pack her a bowl before she went to jail. And I don't mean a bowl of Cheerios and I don't mean a bowl of of Campbell's soup. Weed. Exactly. She wanted to smoke a (laughs) bowl of doobies, doobies, according to Bradley Trainer, She wanted to smoke. You'll be happy to know. I I don't know about this. She wanted to smoke some weed. Uh, They said no, but they did find her weed her doobies on her person, and now she is Bold facing doobies. charges for underage drinking, possession of a controlled substance, and criminal mischief. Now, what I like even more than that story is the fact that I have also taken a moment to peek at her um, Facebook page. Again, Francesca. I love this part of the Delfina story. Farius Swenson mm-hmm. uh, posts on her own Facebook page. The ABC4.com article that is titled, Police, Drunk Off Mouthwash, Woman Asks to Smoke a Bowl of Marijuana Before Heading to Jail. And it's a picture of her mugshot, and that's the headline. And she writes, media sure needs to get its bleep straight. (laughs) And then in the comments, she writes, mouthwash my ass. The worms, though. And she puts up a picture of... Tequila, because With when she tastes tequila, yeah, she has to smoke a bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, so apparently she goes to jail. She was having a sense I of love humor this. about she her She totally day. does have a sense of humor, and you know, God bless her. She's twenty and drunk. I mean, there are some horrible things. I don't know that being drunk at twenty is the worst thing. If that's a crime, man, I'm just saying it's a good thing that my Facebook page didn't exist yeah, when I was twenty, exactly. because I probably would have said the same smart ass thing. <sighs> All Not right. that I drank underage. I will say I uh, she did have one friend that asked if they let her smoke the weed and she said no, but that's the only reason they found out I had bud. But whatever, <laughs> bud. whatever the bleep, their bull bleep story. <laughs> anyway, I love that. I love that. She She's was pushing back on that media, yeah. mm-hmm. media lies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And that's the only crazy stupid idiot we, we have time for. for today because we have to move on to the throwback Best part live. part of the time. We got a throwback live coming up after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.